Welcome everybody to the Minimap Cast. This is your bi-weekly source of gaming news and entertainment impressions and stuff. I, I trip up on that every time. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, my name is Kerry Palmer, joined as always by June Williams. Good morning. And Jeremy Bradditch. Good morning. Forewarning, this one's going to be a little weird, I think. Just looking at our structure for the podcast and our current energy levels, I don't know what's about to happen. I don't think it's going to go off the rails or anything, but I think this is going to be a little weird. Anything could happen. It's clearly going to take its time, though, if it is going to happen. <laughs> so, um, we have, uh, as always, we're going to talk about what we've been playing. We're going to talk about Dreams Quest Recorder. We're going to talk about the news. Um uh, you can find this content that we do and all of our content on minimap.com.au. You can support this content this content and any content that we do at patreon.com slash minimapau. Uh, you can go there, support us at uh, whatever tier, tier you feel comfortable uh, and unless you don't have any means to do so, in which case we don't want you to like, you know, stop eating or anything i don't know what i'm saying um neither do i <laughs> why did you go that way i don't know i haven't done this before turn it around turn it around um yes you can go there if you want to support our content um otherwise if you don't choose to support our content and you just want to keep listening to it for free then you- perish <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding i'm, then you I'm can sorry keep, yeah, you could keep listening <laughs> Uh, otherwise Perish is such a definite way to go Like <laughs> That's such a like a no longer existing term and It makes me think of dust Yeah You don't go like to heaven or hell or anything You just mm. stop Is that what Is that what happened at the end of Spoilers Marvel spoilers at the end of Infinity War Do you think people perished? I think everyone's seen Infinity War by now Yeah I know but you know I liked no, it No they didn't because they came back So they're not yeah, but that doesn't mean Infinity War didn't spoilers. happen. Huh? That doesn't mean that Infinity War didn't happen. Uh, yeah. Carrie, you should see Spider-Man Far From Home. It answers all your questions. No, but like, no, but I'm saying like people call it dusting, but I'm saying would it be more apt to say like they perished? I feel like that's... Perished not- is kind of good because it like, it feels like perishing you know like when when fruit perishes yeah or like, like when like a like a gross. like a leather strap or something like a bag yeah, perishes yeah. and it gets all flaky that does that is an appropriate word see you but kevin feige hire me please hmm. i don't know what role i would fill hmm. i was gonna say a roll-up but that doesn't make any sense sure doesn't <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, we're going to start with what we're playing as we do every week. But um, uh, so this section includes <laughs> two games total. <laughs> one of them is on all three of our lists, and the other one we spoke about for thirty minutes last week. What? Wait, what was the other one? Frostpunk. Oh, no. oh you did put in Doctor Mario in mind. Oh, Doctor. Oh, there's three games, everybody. We did it. Jeremy started us off with Doctor Mario. Uh, have either of you played the Do- podcast? Have either of you played Doctor Mario? Is that the co-op one? No, no, it's no? the Tetris one. Yeah, you can play co-op there. But I don't, I don't think, think that's so. its defining feature. Yeah, you can feature. play co-op. It's a mobile game. No, Doctor Mario World is a mobile game. Were you asking if we played the NES game? Or? Well, well, rather, I was playing. Uh, I was, are you aware of how Doctor Mario works? Yes. Okay. Sort of. You it's, got. Uh, you got pills. You've got pills, and there's germs. They're multiplying. 
and you have to like it. It's sort of it's a it's a match three, but the pills are like one side is one color, the other side is the, is a different color. Yeah, unless it's the same color. Um, <laughs> and it's like a yeah, it's a match three game where you got to drop the pills, and then the germs are different colors, and you got to match the colors from the germs to the pills. Um, and you got to clear out your board. So Doctor Mario World is a mobile version of that game. Um, from the NES, which by the way, I've met this game in the brain training on the DS. You've met this game? Uh, pardon. The, f- the, first time I, the first time I played, my first <laughs> exposure to Dr. Mario <laughs> yeah. uh, was in Dr. I don't know how to pronounce his last name's brain training on the Nintendo Kawa, DS. Kawa something. Something yeah. like that, yeah. Um, <laughs> and Did it, you meet him too? Yeah, <laughs> very lovely. Um, uh, in like some bonus mode that you had to like unlock as an Easter egg. That there's like this whole oh, Dr. Right, Mario right, right, game right. in the brain training game and it was great. And mum and I used to take turns with the DS like for days at a time and we would just play a single game of this game. That's so cute. And we would get like 40 something levels in and then if you quit the game, it quit, quit. Like you couldn't save and come back. So we had to just leave the DS charged, plugged in, turned on, open. That's so like... In between like sleeping. <laughs> Brain training was good. It was very good. I never had it. It was, it was a lot of fun. You missed it. It sounds like it. Um, I do, do that you have Nintendo's list? Yeah, man. Okay, good. What, which Nintendo did. did you have? I had uh, the one I did. I I got two eventually, which mm-hmm. was silly. Um, but I think the one I had the most was the Labrador one, the green one. Yeah, mm-hmm. so did I. June? What, uh, what Nintendo's? I think it was I think it was Labrador as well. That or Dalmatian, I don't remember which one. Dalmatian was the blue one. I think that came out later. That it was, was like probably, the I think it was Labrador then. That was like the Pokemon what yellow. Was the Labrador one orange? Or was that so. Chihuahua? No, there was like a there was like a dark brown one. That was pardon me, that was Dash Hound. That was Dash the second Hound. one I, I had. Have Dash Hound. The green I one was Labrador. What did you call your dogs? I don't remember. I don't remember. Lucky. The Labrador with the Luigi hat. They were always so <laughs> grateful to see you. Yeah. When you turned the DS back on after a little while, I remember they're a dog. I had my DS propped up like on school holidays on the, like the corner of the couch oh, no. for like like two hours or something. It's, it's not going to have a happy ending. ending. It was like watching SpongeBob or something. Um, and he ran away. the The puppy ran away, oh, and no. I was so upset because like I I didn't know that they came back. Anyway, he comes back after a while with a present, and it's like I don't know a stick or something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they brought back sticks. <laughs> oh, Nintendo dogs are so good. Yeah, you um, wash them. You, you wash them. You do like the the athletics training with Robbie and Archie. Yeah, the gay legends. Yeah, who I started skipping through all of their dialogue because no, of all, but I did I did a lot of those competitions. Yeah, so did I. The agility one specifically. Yeah, yeah, the agility one was a lot of fun. That's how you make bank. Yeah, yeah, that's how you buy the nice houses. Mm-hmm. The, the functional. Fuck. What well, are we talking about? Remake Nintendo Dogs again, but for the Switch and better. They sort of did. They but sort it wasn't of did. Really it was, what was it? Cats and cats and yeah, something, something like that. But that wasn't made by the people that made Nintendo Dogs. I don't it? think it was. No. I just uh, want, like, who made Nintendo Dogs? Here we straight go. Straight up reboot of Nintendo Dogs, but for Switch. Part of me thinks it was Hal that made Nintendo Dogs. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love that guy. Nintendo Dogs Six. What have I done? How do they do that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, anyway, so Doctor Mario World. Oh yeah. <laughs> is a phone game um, based on the NES game. Uh, and it's like, it's got a story mode and it's got levels. It's very similar to Candy Crush and I don't really care about that stuff. But what it does have is a versus mode online. 
where it's basically like Tetris like attack or whatever the game mode is called when you're fighting someone in Tetris. Um, it is very good because I'm very good at this game and Omni people are also very good at this game mm. until you find someone who is incredibly fucking good. You know when everyone started playing Tetris 99 and everyone realized that there were so many people who are really, really good at Tetris? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's sort of like that except more fewer far between but when they do they really like wreck your shit mm. and it's a lot of fun i've been using my um super mario maker to switch stylus on my phone because it's far more accurate than using my dumb fat fingers <laughs> um and it's been the, the 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 playing the actual game is very very good everything around it is like really bad and predatory like all of the Yep, there's Mobile a lot of microtransactions, bullshit. there's a lot of timers, there's a lot of premium currency, but you don't need any of that stuff to play the versus mode, so I've just been doing that. Mm. Um, I'm not going to go on to the, like, That's really interesting that Nintendo sort of, who who makes it? Like, did, did they, Nintendo, outsource yeah, yeah. it? No, no, well, mm, I don't know. So the art style is not- I'm on it. The art style is not a typical Nintendo phone game because all the 3D models, I think, are not actually 3D and they're like mm. 2D renders of a 3D model, which I, is not really Nintendo's MO. Yeah, it seems like, I don't know, it feels like Nintendo wouldn't make a game that gross in terms of like money stuff. Yeah, like Mario Run was like a one-time purchase as far yeah, as I can tell. Yeah. Um, Animal Crossing. Yeah, exactly, that. Like, wasn't that bad. Mm. Pokemon Go is made bit. by made by a different company, but yeah. also not really predatory. Yeah. Like, it there's no, like, like the limit or anything. It's like, stuff, yeah. That's about it. Um, you know, this one is far more egregious than that. That's kind of gross. Um, yeah, which is not great. Um, Especially because it's, like, Mario, you know? Yeah, and also a shame because the game is, like, pretty good. Mm. Well, I mean, that game that they made a long time ago is very good and being play, being able to play it on my phone, I'm liking. Mm. Everything apart from that, I, I'm literally just not paying attention to. Like the second I load up the game, it puts me in the story and I immediately go to the verses. Mm. So, how are we doing, Carrie? I'm learning some wild stuff yeah. here. <laughs> I'm going to say, I don't know where you are. So, Nintendogs yeah. was developed by the Nintendo studio formerly known as Nintendo Entertainment Analysis and Development, which is the worst name. Yeah. Otherwise known as uh, Nintendo Research and Development 4. 4? Okay. Number 4. Right. Uh, Nintendo EAD was best known for its work on games in the Donkey Kong, Super Mario, The Legend of Zelda, F-Zero, Star Fox, Animal Crossing, Pikmin, and Wii series. A lot of games. This was the Jeez. studio that made Mario Brothers. Okay. Oh, okay. In where, the eighties, where are they now? <laughs> and the legend, Super Mario Brothers specifically. That was their first game. This was this was Miyamoto's first studio. Wow, that's cool. At Nintendo, making these games, they made Zelda, they made Lost Levels, Zelda Two, uh, Super Mario Brothers Two, Mario Brothers Three, Mario World, F Zero, SimCity, A Link to the Past, SimCity, Super Mario Kart, SimCity on the SNES. Oh, okay. Uh, Star Fox, Link's Awakening. Mario 64. Super Mario All-Stars, probably the first ever, like, yep, Super Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, Star Fox 64, Yoshi's Story, I love that game. A lot of games. Pokemon Stadium, Ocarina of Time. Nintendogs. Majora's Mask, Pokemon Stadium 2, Pikmin, Animal Crossing, Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, they did. Wind Waker, uh, Ruby and Sapphire, Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire. 
Is this just not all Nintendo games? Double Dash, is Four this, Swords. Okay, but like, is this... Nintendogs, there it is, 2005. Yeah, but is this they made it or is this, this credited as, as long uh, alongside other? Because like, they didn't make Pokemon. That was Game Freak. Maybe I got that wrong. This does say Pokemon Box, Ruby and Sapphire. I don't know. What th- Roll. Yep. Okay. Yeah, no, it looks like they made Ruby and Sapphire. I don't know. No, that was Game... That, that's... Undoubtedly, Game Freak made that. Well, game. maybe they were just a part of it. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're a part of it because they are probably just Nintendo's like tick the box company. Mm. Yeah, well, this is their this is their R and D department, right? So this is one of their R and D departments. So I think they were, they were tasked with like trying to change the game every time they made the game, which is part of why Nintendo games are so good, I guess. Um, but yeah, they're the main developer associated with Nintendogs. Um, they are now defunct um, after Iwata's passing. And the big restructure, they were moved into uh, another one of their divisions. But um, I, I don't think we're seeing Nintendogs anytime soon. Looking at this, I wonder how well the Nintendogs would do now if it was rebranded as just Nintendogs Two or something. I feel like people would buy it rather than just like whatever they put out yes. last month. Yes. What was it? Cats and dogs or something. Well, yeah, it is more generic, and it's not made by Nintendo. Yeah. Those games were so simple and so sweet. Um, developer behind uh, Line, yeah, Doctor Mario World was Line. That's right. NHN Entertainment, and then uh, not the same Line. I think app. it is the it same is. Line app as what? What is Line? It's a messaging app, like kind of like WhatsApp. Well, it's sort of, it's sort of like a, con- a, a conglomerate. Yeah, Line Corporation like- is a Tokyo-based subsidiary yeah, of the okay. South Korean internet search giant Naver Corporation. Yeah. The company's business is mainly associated with the development of mobile applications and internet services. Yeah, it is. Right. Line cool. Line is a bit, as in like the app, it's a bit like here's fifty stickers you can buy. Please buy them. Yeah, sounds crap. Uh, the stickers are cute. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of like anime ones and stuff. Hmm. Well, that was a rabbit hole. Yeah. Got to pat out the podcast somehow. <laughs> uh, are you are you going to keep playing it? Yeah, I play it every now and again. Like, I, I've only got two games on my phone that I play. That's one of them at the moment. Okay. So, yeah. Is the other one Doodle Jump? <laughs> can you still get Doodle Jump? Here? I don't think you can. I yeah, thought you right didn't now. say Doodle. I thought you said something else. What? what, what? I don't know what would be worse than Doodle. Not... <laughs> <laughs> no, there's nothing worse than doodle. Nothing, nothing worse than doodle. <laughs> yeah. Um cool. Well, I mean I don't uh, know. I don't I don't expect that game to have Doodle Jump legs. install. Oh wow, okay. I never really enjoyed that that'll game. That'll be that'll be my game. I'll talk about it next week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh talking about this week, June. Yes. Is a game that we spoke about last week. Yeah. How do how did how how did you find the experience of meeting Frostpunk? Um, very good. Yeah. I, um, I wasn't sure. Like, I don't, I don't know whether I like this kind of game, but obviously I do because I couldn't stop playing it. But um, it was very stressful and very stressful. I I don't know. I think we spoke a lot about it last week, so I don't know. If oh yeah, Jeremy had this say. big long um. Thing. But what what was your experience with it personally? Well, I finished the game in two playthroughs, yeah. two two playthroughs, Ooh. which is much better than Jeremy's. Yeah. Is that I because you knew myself. to start killing people earlier? No, I didn't want to because like I went the faith route, so oh. I was very like passive. I guess I didn't want 
to kill people. So like I died the first one and I was like, well, I won't go faith again because Jeremy said like it's harder to do faith. So I won't do that again. And then I was like, you know, I'm just going to do it again. So I did it again <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I won the second time. That's um, cool. And But I did know to put everything into coal after like – right. Like, because you said to do that. So, I think that would probably gave me the up. Because if I didn't do that, like, my generator was on the entire time. Right. Um, it like, like, never, never shut off? Blizzard, yeah. Wow. Blizzard and stuff, yeah. Because I just had, like, thousand coal. Right, yeah. I have not I have not achieved that yet. I just, like, turned off everything else. And I would put, every, like, put everyone into, like, wood and charcoal kilns and... Um, and the coal mines and I had an automator I haven't used well. the charcoal kilns oh the automators are yeah, so useful the automators useful. are so good so I had an automator on the like the charcoal the coal mine and then another another coal mine and then four charcoal kilns because they just use your wood yeah to make coal um, which is what I needed because I had too much wood and I couldn't afford to build anything because mm. I didn't need anything to build so I just had excess wood to make coal um but that was good. Though faith is like really interesting because you basically just become a cult leader. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is strange. It sounds like um, a dystopia simulator. It sort of it is. It basically is. And like you can't really get a you can't really get away with not killing some of your people to like stop to to Yeah. You know, to for the good put, of the people. Yeah. Um for the so good like of the yeah, many. in the end, like um once you become like the grand leader your hope just disappears like as in like you don't have to worry about hope anymore because they're right. all yeah. what's the word um they're already devout yeah it's devout so like which right. is like fucked up so um, fucked <laughs> but so you just have to sort of manage your discontentment levels but like when you're in the blizzard anyway it's like max and like no matter what you do it's always going to be max and you can't lose i found that you even if you make people work overtime you can't lose once it's over in the like maxed in the blizzard for some oh, reason right i don't know what well like at that point you're losing like because because i didn't have coal when i went through the blizzard yeah like i had some but i didn't have much so my loss would have been i have no citizens left yeah because my population dropped majorly yeah how many did you have in the end do you remember uh like not many like i had really not many left <laughs> i think i had like 30 left by the oh. end yeah like i was i was fucking running good. thin i wonder if that's how like you can lose in the blizzard is if you just don't have anyone left yeah like because i had no heating or anything like yeah. that yeah did you have tents or bunk houses uh i just had the the first housing no. I, did, I did i did not upgrade my housing okay. um also i found that like the second time i played it i made sure to put my my houses in a separate section Right. Rather than spreading them all around, it's like have a designated section for houses and have everything else separately because like when you build like the churches and stuff like that, they only go in a certain area. So you can just chuck two and like same with the like the furnaces as well. It's like so they get like every single house in like a tiny little space. Right. Because they're all – you don't have to spread it around the city, you know. Mm. Um, Sounds like a camp. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's really good though. Yep. It's very like um, I don't know how you can uh, like finish the day and be like oh okay I'm going to bed now like you you can't really do that yeah right because um, it's it's so there's always so much to do so yeah I I found most of the times I died was well, like I lost rather was from the Londoners yeah the Londoners I think was overcoming that is the yeah. is the hardest challenge for me honestly um I don't remember what I did specifically to do that well like the way i did that is i had to finish 
whatever tree of those two faith or autocracy. Yeah. I had to get to the end of that before I, before yeah, I could even same. do that. So, like, so when, I, wonder, when a- I wonder what the game would be like if you don't get that far, but you still go through that process. Mm. Um, have you done any of the other campaigns yet? No, not yet. So there's a campaign which I have done since, which is really interesting, which is all about managing a city that is autonomous interesting so you like the map is different like 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 the, your your city map is the same like the same location like there's different like it's, it's a different shape roughly um and there's like a, there's different materials but your world map is different and there's a lot more what are the what are the robots called again Aut- autonomous or something yeah the or, what, whatever. automatons automatons or something yeah, like um there's a lot more of those and your goal is to survive the winter and they're just working through the winter because they can do that that's cool and so your goal is to have them set up to work for your citizens, basically, mm. so that when the winter comes, your citizens are generating coal and wood and stuff, all of, like all of that stuff, um, as well as burning it, as well as getting more resources and stuff. It's super interesting. A lot of the a lot of scenarios are really cool. They're worth. They're really worth looking at. That's good because I I wanted another reason to come back to it. Yeah, so, and I don't really want. I mean, I do want to play the main campaign again and do the order. Yeah. side of things but um you could try the game mode where you can't pause but every time you go into a menu you pause no so it keeps going oh yeah it, oh no yeah like, like like as in time doesn't stop oh god no that's like it already is stressful yeah enough. right like there's like tiny little bits of downtime it's like okay i gotta breathe and think about this but yeah like no i don't think i could do that <laughs> <laughs> no time to think it's um, it's cool that you guys have had so many differing experiences with this because, like, it sounds like a, like, I feel like the legs of like a general like strategy game usually is the multiplayer like aspect of that, but that this clearly isn't what this is about. It's about surviving. Mm. Um, so it's cool seeing a more single player focused survival strategy game. Mm. Yeah, it's really good. It really did fly under the radar though. Yeah, yeah. I saw people using it for benchmarks in PC tests, but that's the only reason I know about it. Yeah, um, the game looks really. It's good really, too. yeah. It's really it. It runs very. It well. runs really. It's really good. Yeah, <laughs> it's got it's got a lot of reviews on Steam. Yeah, like and they're 22, all, they're all or something. very positive. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Yeah. I'll probably get to it at some point. You should. We Steam share, right? Oh yeah, I should just I should just pinch yours. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, I have been playing nothing new over the last couple of weeks. I feel in some way coming to this podcast that I have like let, let down the, uh, the mantle question mark of whatever this is. Mantle question mark. I don't know. Like, I feel like I had a a duty to be more interesting this week, but none of us really played anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like a mobile game. So I've been playing destiny (laughs) two more. And I don't really have anything to report because as I was telling Jeremy, like I like so I I have been going through expansion content, going through the new light levels that I've had access to, but not the Forsaken expansion content or the year one stuff. You should um, buy Forsaken. Should I should. Forsaken. It's eighty five dollars at the moment. <gasps> don't so buy Forsaken. I'm, I think I'm going to wait no, till Shadow the annual pass, which is worth it. Also, you should buy the annual pass. I've got the annual pass. No, you don't. Yes, I do. I bought it last week. Oh, good. 
<laughs> what? Don't, don't tell me what I didn't buy. I didn't know you did that. <laughs> yeah, I did. I I want to. I'm down for it, it but it is $85 right now. That's, and I don't yeah. care whether it's worth it. That's a, that's too much money for a game that I already have access to right now. Wait until it goes on special, I think. It is like on special. 80- no! Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, it is. Did I pay that much money for a second? The issue is we bought Forsaken when it came out and um You could buy the annual pass separately. Yeah, you can't buy the annual pass and Forsaken separately now. Forsaken and he's talking about six eighty five dollars for Forsaken and the annual pass. Yeah, but how much did we pay for Forsaken when it came out? Probably what's Pro- probably 70, probably eighty. Probably did 80 I know I s- well, I wouldn't have bought no, it. No, I did because you convinced me, and then we stopped <laughs> playing about a week later, and then I got mad because I was like, "Well, why, why did I buy this?" And I was like, "I can't even refund it." <laughs> Um, I'm so sorry. Um, how do I have? Okay, I'm st- I I am so sorry. It's I feel, okay. I didn't I feel play I've it either. Accidentally stepped on a nerve. How did I not know this happened? <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't matter now because you've played it now and you love it. Oh no, it's great exactly. now. You're welcome. Fucking, yeah, hell of a purchase. Yeah, say thank you to June. Thank you, June. Thank you. You're good, welcome. Good boy. Um. So yeah, it's been weird. I've just been running strikes and running bounties and it's just been fun to shoot stuff i've been busier than i have been in the well basically in the last five years which is part of why i've just been doing it because it's just been fun to grind stuff Mm. out but really i should be playing like i haven't even touched the second expansion content why i don't know wouldn't that be the first thing you do i've done the first expansion i've done curse of osiris content but i've just kept doing like end game curse of expansion curse of osiris expansion content yeah and so I haven't even started with Warmind. I should just really do that. It's not that good. No, I you know. You still play it, but it's not that good. Yeah. Not as is. good as Chris. It's got a cool end boss. The end boss is fine. <laughs> yeah. And I, I've played the strike for for yeah. Warmind. And that one's really cool. You and, haven't got and to the extra activities though. No, I don't have those. There's a there's a horde mode on Mars. Why didn't you tell me that? I have told no, you, you this. you haven't? I did because I told you I got to the end and my key didn't work because my internet was bad. Yeah. <laughs> What? A key? Remember, I got a key from a character and then my internet was bad and it didn't register that I had the key. It sounds like all of your stories, Jeremy. Yeah. I have a lot of good stories. <laughs> it's a good story. I told you this. Told I told you that activity exists. Well, until you find me video evidence, I will maintain the uh, the rage that you probably streamed it. it. Probably is video evidence. I uh, doubt it. There's a lot of Destiny 2 that you've played while your internet wasn't working. Sure was. <laughs> or rather there wasn't. Which is probably why well, maybe your key play. wasn't working. What? Maybe why your key wasn't working because of your crappy internet at the time. Yeah, that was the story. So you probably didn't stream it. No, I told you the story after. Anyway, keep going. Anyway. How's your, how's your experience with Destiny 2? It's so good to shoot stuff in that game. It's just so good. I don't understand how they made it so good. It's so fun. Although I was thinking, I was reminiscing about the 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 level grind at the start of Destiny 1. Like, do you remember? Because you would get to level 20 and then you would have to raise your light level, right? And it was this really nebulous thing. It was just like, equip your gear score higher. Um, and it, that would raise your, it would like push your, your normal level 20 to 25 or 26. And I remember the grind trying to get to 30 and you could only do that by getting the raid gear and then upgrading it with all of the really rare materials. Um, and I remember I got to like 28 and a half or something like that. And what Destiny 1 or 2? Destiny 1. Right, yeah. Because um, in Destiny 2, they they separated levels and yeah. light levels. Um, and I kind of missed that that really hardcore grind. I did really enjoy that. 
um, where it was just right inch by inch by inch, and you just couldn't make it happen otherwise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I fucking hated that. I don't know. It kept me going. I don't know. This no. is like, I don't no, know. Don't and know. part of this is because I'm not up to date. I don't have Forsaken in the annual pass. And I should really, I want to get it, but like, oh, it's so, so much money. Um, but yeah, I was reminiscing about that. I don't know. You guys have both been playing it these, this, these last couple of weeks as well. Like, mm. how have you all been finding it? It's okay. Just okay? Yeah, there's a lot of changes and it's like, I don't really know where to start on it so i haven't really been motivated to touch it myself right um and also i've just been busy so yeah like kind of i've played it maybe three three times maybe hmm. fair enough so. uh did i talk about no i i don't think i talked about that season of opulence stuff since i don't think so right um so th- there's a th- there's a thing in the in the annual pass which is basically a raid light slash dungeon um in the season of opulence uh basically you go you go aboard this ship with i think seven other guardians so there's maybe there's or is it six, five others right okay so there's six of you all together and you go through like this like wave based section of the game where there's just different types of enemies in different zones and there's different modifiers on each of them and it's like a gauntlet Mm. And you have to go through and work together to do certain things. Like sometimes it's just like kill all the enemies, but sometimes it's like, you know, you got to summon all of these um, hive. Well, you rather you got to like, like bring all of these hive things into the summoning circles along um, inside this like little arena. And it's really, really fucking hard. Like these enemies will just fuck you up, but death is not a punishment. It's like you're dead for four seconds and then you're back again. Oh, that's cool. Um, so it's just about like just you just keep throwing your, throwing bodies at this like thing over and over and over and over and over again until basically you get it or you don't. Uh, and then at the end, you need to like um, defeat this boss. But some of the and, – and, and then like the person who's, who's controlling this gauntlet is like taunting you the entire time as well. Um, there is like also these moments where you're in the middle of like this vex fight and then a few of you get teleported or all of you get teleported and you have to run around the edge of the arena and do like this literal like obstacle course where you're like jumping above things and ducking other things um before time limit like reaches you and kills you mm. and then it like d- depending on how many will reach at the end you get like a bonus uh towards like the the little arena that you're doing um it's a really really fucking cool time how long does it take? Uh, I probably probably about twenty minutes. Wow. Hmm. Um, it's not short, but it's not like overly long either. It's like a really good length. Yeah, maybe, that's may, like, maybe a little bit more. That's like the length of like a strike that you actually have to work for. That's like yeah, the oh, length yeah. of a nightfall. Yeah, no, like you got to work for it. Um, but the, there's no fail state. So that's you're so good. You're not like failing and restarting the same thing over and over again. You're just dying and coming back. You're just trying just to have like, a good time. Yeah, yeah, trying to up your own skill level. Like competence. My favorite one was there's like this really dark. It, it felt like a sewer, and it's like a grid basically of tunnels, and it is impossibly dark. Like you cannot see through it, but there's like little sources of light in different sections of the of the tunnels, which all the guardians have to stand in, and then hive are just coming at you from every single direction. All oh, right, and you just got to shoot all of them, and then eventually the light source will um like flicker out. 
and then you've got to find the next one and run to that one. And if you're not in the light source, then you will just die. You will just get killed by the hive. So you've got to That's like cool. run through this like hive infested area. It's fucking rad. It's so cool. That reminds me a lot of the first stage of the Will of Crota raid in, right. um, in D1. Yep. The, yeah, the Crota raid. That, that The first stage of that is yeah running between lamps and then there's just Thrall coming at you. And if you're not fast enough, there's an ogre that catches up and just decimates you all. Right, yeah. It, it, and all the lamps explode if, when you stay for too long. Gotcha. Mm. Yeah, like it's it, it, it's like a light raid, basically, um, which has got matchmaking. So good. Because, uh, like, we we, we kind of got a taste of, like, proper difficult match-made content, like you and I the other day, when we tried to do that um, quest oh, for that yeah, exotic the sniper. The one. Yeah, the um, yeah. Because that's the only one that I have access to that Jeremy also has access to. Jeremy's got like three pages of pursuits and like quests and bounties and stuff like that. And I've got like it's so half good. a page. It's so nice to have so that's much That's what I mean. Do. It's like, this, it's almost like too much. It, it yeah. is. Like, and so like they actually like literally the other day, they just restructured how that looks. So it's more readable. Yeah. And you can. You it's can, still a lot. It's a lot. You can sort it by rarity or when you got it or. Okay. Or um, you can also separate your bounties and your quests now. Mm-hmm. So those those long form ones you can you can separate so you can only see like some and some of others. And and if you did you have you looked at it just as you got the annual pass? Um yes. Yeah, so like I had the same thoughts when I looked at it, I'm like, what is all this stuff? Yeah. Um because the very beginning of the annual pass onboarding is not very good because they wanted you to get it when it was like it being released. Yeah. Um so they sort of just like dump you a bunch of stuff. Mm. Um but once you sort of like dip your toes in each of the three um, sections of it, then it like then it begins to make a whole lot more sense. Okay, yeah, maybe we'll come back to it next week or this week. We will see. We will see. Uh, yeah, if it if it comes down in price, I'll I'll get it. But I can't justify paying eighty five dollars for a game no, that I'm having a good enough time in already. Don't pay that much money. It's so much. Like it's so much, and I and I get it, right? Like it's an MMO. It's an expansion. Like. It's trying to be an MMO. Yeah, but the story isn't that great. Like, I mean, it's it's cool, but like, it, it's fine. Like, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't pay. I be, I did, but like, I wouldn't pay eighty five dollars for it. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now knowing now you having, just eighty yeah. and then twenty later. Fuck. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah, they got you. They got me. They got you. They always do. Um. So just one more thing, June. Have you done that last Cade mission yet? Uh. Like not in the story part of the exotic quest. I don't think so. Right, it's it's very very fucking good. Mm, okay, I don't know where to find that information. <laughs> you, so you you would have you would have got the beginning of the exotic quest to get Cade's gun. Ah uh, yes. Yeah. So was, that's right. You have to do. Oh, you got to do a lot of stuff. Gauntlet shit, don't yeah, you? Yeah. Yeah. You have to do um. Do uh, gambit. Uh, the gambit stuff isn't hard. It's like it's like two gambit matches, but the the stuff that's like a pain in the ass is the crucible stuff. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to do that. You have to get yeah. 25 headshot kills with a oh, fuck hand that. cannon. No, absolutely not. It's worth it. I'm not kidding. No. It's worth it. It's a good mission. I don't believe it. Maybe uh, just give your login details to Jeremy and he'll yeah, do it for you. Can you. Do my Christmas I don't for me. want to do it. <laughs> like, I didn't enjoy doing that part. I just did like <laughs> 10 games of Rumble and then I never had to do it again. Still too much. Rubble. Cool. Question Sweet. Cor- question corner time. Yeah, should we do the question corner before yeah. or after the break? Well, we always ask it before. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but we're, we're, we're a little early. Just, yeah, you know, I've got to think about it, though. Yeah, I've got to get an answer. 
Okay, yeah, fair enough. Okay, good. Good point. All right. So, we'll see what the question is and then we'll take a, a quick little a, a breaky-do. <clears throat> so, June. I think this is a question. <laughs> <laughs> no, we looked it up. I verified yeah. it. This okay. is the question. Um, what game character would you want to be friends with and why? I feel like there's a lot of answers. Mm-hmm. So many answers. Yeah. That's right, because so I said answers. Goku last time. <laughs> Did you? As a joke. Oh. Uh, I don't think that counts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I was joking. It's Goki. Goki. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it's like, I actually like that joke. All right. All right, cool. So, have a think, everyone. That's what we're going to do because we have no idea. Uh, and uh, we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Minimap cast. All right, what's your basic bitch answer? Oh, rude. <laughs> rude, you just try to shock me out of my voice. Yeah. June, what is the question for this week for June's Question Corner? What game character would you want to be friends with and why? And why? So I told these guys that I had a basic bitch answer at the start mm-hmm. because it was just, I don't know, it's just obvious and I was struggling. But I've, I've got a couple of like, like, like subcategories here that I'm going to reference that I think we can pick from that I think might be fun as well. Because I two, saw those. Two ages. <laughs> what? <laughs> two ages to choose from with your character. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, I've not even talked about of time thing. Ages? Yeah. Just keep going. <laughs> I'll, I'll come back to it. I'll circle around. Well, yeah, I mean, you kind of, you, you gave it away already, Jeremy. I told you to bottle up that energy. Jeremy. So I said Link and and these guys pulled that answer out of it. They guessed it while, during the break and, and and they were like, What 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 did you say? He doesn't talk. Mm. <laughs> I said he smiles. <laughs> what which link? Uh from, from which game and from which Breath of the Wild. I really. think I think Breath of the Wild. He's a he's a he's a happy lad. Mm. That one. He's, he's having so a great time. He's very confused. And he's, he's um he toned up. Yeah. Yeah. He's fit, he's spry, but also like he's Cook you a good stew. Yeah, he's a good chef. Mm-hmm. He's um good grip. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no! Friends, Jeremy! <laughs> this is the wrong podcast. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> well, he climbs up fucking walls. Yeah, but this is, yeah, but like it's you stamina. Know. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna make me blush, Jeremy. Um, I don't know. I've always liked Link, and I've said before in the past that like when I like decided to have an imaginary friend when I was like six, I just imagined Link like running beside the car. So he really has been your friend the entire time. I mean, not really. Kind of. <laughs> he has been my friend. Cause I, I, cause like I was old enough to the, at that point where I, like I decided to have an imaginary friend. So there was always a cynical part of me like, ah, this guy's not real. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I don't don't think like any child thinks that their imaginary friend is actually real. Yeah. But like, there was like a really cynical part of me that was just like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to actively make myself imagine this guy for now. And then I'll just be like. Yeah, this is fun. 
Okay. I like Link, but like, like I was I was overly cynical for myself. I like talked myself out of like believing in it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. You could teach me how to fight. Yeah, we could we could sword fight together. You could have chickens together. Yep. Could shield surf together. Yeah. He's got a motorbike. <laughs> he does have a motorbike. He's got a sweet bike. <laughs> got lots of clothes yeah blue and green and bugs fairies blue and green yeah did you play breath of the wild yeah but his main outfit in that is blue i hardly use that right um, because it's really hard to upgrade he'll introduce you to the more important character of that game yeah get to hang out with zoldo (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say um oh what's uh, tinkle Tingle? Oh, Tingle? I don't want to ever meet that thing. <laughs> you ever seen Tingle? I've seen Tingle. Yes. I don't want to see Tingle. I would run away. Anyway, Tingle's all right. That's that's my that's my basic <laughs> answer. That is my like just not even from the heart answer. It's just like hardwired into my synapses answer. What about all y'all? Yo. Um, I said mine was pretty like. What did I say? What word did I use? Predictable. Predictable. And then we couldn't guess it. Yeah, it was just <laughs> <laughs> surprising. Um, Charmander, <coughs> Charmander from Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Right. Yes. Um, like partner, your partner. Oh, Pokemon. you mean specifically from Pokemon Mystery yeah. Dungeon? Yeah. Yeah. Jari. Yeah, your partner Pokemon from Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. The one who could talk specifically. Detective Charmander. Explorers of time, and slash darkness and slash sky. Is Charmander's um personality different between the games? No, it's oh. just written differently. Um, he is very supportive mm. and cares a lot and is courageous. <laughs> I'm making myself upset. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know that scene where he's... Okay. Um, that's my answer. You have to move on and I'll start crying. <laughs> that's so cute. I, I still think it's more impactful. You know, at the end of Blue and Red, when you get taken out of the world... And then he's just sitting there alone. That happens in Sky as well. Really? Yeah. I didn't beat that one. What are you these didn't beat games? That one? No. Fucking hell. That's that's like you Does it have the same ending? Probably, honestly. <laughs> did you not did you beat Red? I yes I did, but I don't remember it right. as well as Sky because I played that one more. But um you fly up on this disc and you disc, know disc. that you're gonna go, like you know that you have to go back to the human world. That's the ending of blue and yeah. red. Are you sure? Are you sure you played the same? Yeah, because I never beat Sky and Darkness. You didn't? No, because it's you go to the top of the mountain after you beat Rayquaza. They're different. They're different. Yeah. How is it different? Um, I mean, aside from Rayquaza, because the new ones have got Gro- Groval's in Sky and Darkness and Time. Yes. Yes. No. Yes, Gravel is in. Yes. Oh, he's in the old ones as well. I don't. I, are you sure you played the right game? Yeah. Well, maybe maybe it's not Gravel then. What am I thinking? Story of PMD. Because you like because you go back to the world because Gengar, remember? Gengar's the evil one. Dustmar's the evil one in Sky. Right. Gengar's the evil one in the blue, and then Gengar like tries to take you away. And like captures you while you're asleep, because he's like a ghost. It sounds like, like a fantasy. It's fucking like, full on. It sounds like, like a young adult novel story. It sort of is. 
I'm there's so no, down for that. So there's no um, Gravel in Pokemon Blue. Right. Sorry, in Pokemon Shadow and Blue yeah, yeah. and Red. There is Gengar and um, Gardevia. That's right. Um, so it's very similar as in like you disappear. Yeah. But you choose to come back. Yeah, and and your partner's really sad. Yeah, and then you come back, and they like freak oh, out. Oh, that's right! And yeah. like you see them in your house together, and it's that's just like right. I... shut up. <laughs> um, so that's in, why I bought it again. In um in Pokemon Sky, you 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 sort of you know the entire time, well not the entire time, but like from halfway in that you are gonna have to go back, and you know what's gonna happen eventually. Right, like Pyre. and you're you're feeling like like tingly when you go to bed and stuff he's like, like right, this okay. is gonna happen eventually like and it's like i have to tell Cherry, i have to tell Cherry. um and meanwhile like Cherry's getting stronger and like more courageous with your help and like your friendship and oh. like becoming stronger for himself and other stuff like that um anyway at like the very end when you're coming back from like beating the game i think like, you're walking and you just like disappear and you're like this time i'm so sorry i didn't tell you like and like Charlie's like bawling his eyes out <laughs> anyway <laughs> anyway oh, i didn't know charmander could cry yeah have you oh. have you seen the sprites for him oh they're, they're so all, fucking all, all, cute all the sprites especially for charmander they're yeah. all so good so, squirtle's ones are very good as well they're all very very fucking good squirtle it they're just oh they're so good um Sorry, I talk about Mystery Dungeon every, every <laughs> yeah, That's okay. I think you finally sold me on it. Have you? I can't believe you haven't played it. I can. I don't play games, you know. <laughs> I was thinking about this earlier this week. I just, I don't play that many games. I don't think I ever have. And I think, for the most part, it's a money thing. Right. Yeah, that's fair. And I think I would, had I the chance. But I'm just, like, cheap currently. But, like... I would I would love to have been all over like all of these. Hey Jeremy. Hi. What's your answer? Sackboy. <laughs> he doesn't ah. speak either. So he's so creative. We could make worlds together. You're the one who's creative. He's he's a he's a he's a it's sack boy. No, he's but a sack. no, but Sackboy is all creative. Sackboy is the one that makes the world. No. Yeah. No. Stephen Fry makes all the worlds, but that's beside the point. Stephen Fry's in that game. Um, I know he's in that game. Yeah, Sackboy would be the best friend because he's also very good to hold. Yeah, and would be great at high fives. He'd be cute to like hang out with. Yeah, he'd be a great friend. I would be upset, and then I would see my good friend Sackboy, and I would instantly be happy. I was just about to say I was going to be like, "Why? What are you going to do if you get upset? Is he going to come over and like hug you?" Us? Oh, that sounds really. Cute. That sounds fucking <laughs> incredible, right? Yeah, and he's also got so many like clothes. Like, so many outfits, many of them licensed. <laughs> um, He's got so many clothes. So many different outfits he can change. He's such a fashionista. He is. Sackboy is very good. I am, I am, I would love a, a good friend, Sackboy. Yeah. I mean. He has a house. Changes every time. House is pretty cool. That's very cool. Yeah. Link's got a house. It's called the pod. So many flowers in there. Yeah. <laughs> Until it lags the PlayStation 3. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Little Big Planet. I know you're talking about that. Question corner. Yeah, I ruffled Jeremy's hair on the way back. Thank you, Mr. Hanks. That's probably that's probably an outtake. <laughs> um, if you want to hear the outtakes, you can support us at minimap.com. Watch along at, I mean, at patreon.com slash minimap.au. <laughs> yeah, we'll timestamp it. <laughs>
Um, so, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> um, so uh, there's a couple of things I thought would be cool as I was um, going through that just then. I thought we could like go through which character you would want to be friends with and why in like subcategories. Mm-hmm. And I just thought of a couple off the top of my head. So I want to think like, think like the Mario Leon Kart. would be in the subcategory. What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is this Kiss Cast? I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you. I just got it. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, Haiti is like. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. I feel like I feel like this is going to be as much fun as what we're having now, but I, I'm just going to go with it. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking like the, like the Mario Kart roster. If you had to pick from within the Mario Kart roster, who to be friends with? It's who would you be friends with? Up. Dry Toad. Burns. Yeah, Dry he Burns. can't talk. Sorry, Toad. <laughs> Friend, <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> hey, what's for breakfast? <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> You want to see this gif? <laughs> see, the issue with that though is you'd have to change his diaper. <laughs> oh no! It's Toad have a diaper and hairy legs. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> oh, I'm talking about a very good picture of Toad. <laughs> Ooh, I don't like the sound of that. <laughs> I, I want. I, I would like Yoshi. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, so you can kill him finally. No, Yoshi would be a good pet. Because Yoshi's like a human-sized pet, you know? Yoshi sucks. Yoshi could drive cars. (sighs) What? (sighs) What? (sighs) What? I don't like that. Yoshi's great. (sighs) Yoshi's so cute. A little green dragon. You could ride him. Is he a dragon? Dragon-like. Yeah. He's a dinosaur. He's a dinosaur. Here you go. Here's this very good picture of Toad. Ew. <laughs> is that Toad wearing an adult male diaper? Yeah. Good. Yes. That's gross. Why do they? Why is there alpha cut out in that image too? Like you want to put it on? So, oh, because you because be. Anyway, the other category um, I had was Pokemon. If you had to pick a Pokemon, like well, that's just not Charizard, not, no, Ch- like, not Charmander. Sorry, not not like I'm I'm talking like Pokemon Yellow have have like a pet Pokemon. Yeah. Rather than like. Pokemon Mystery Dungeon one have a human connection with a Pokemon. My answer hasn't changed. Okay, but still one other than Charmander for an answer. Just because. Hounder. Oh, yeah. Ooh, good doggy. Good. Moody doggy. Emo doggy. What, what, why, why Charmander specifically? Because I do know that you love Charmander, but I don't know why. Um, Is it because of Mystery Dungeon? Yeah. Okay. So it's sort of hard to separate it. Yeah, I guess like I, I, always, I always chose Charmander at the start. Like in obviously yellow and stuff. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, Do I pick the fire ones? Yeah. Really? I don't know why. Interesting. Yeah, I like fire type, except for when they're firefighting. <laughs> so half I, don't, of I, don't, the I don't. Yeah, I don't think I'll choose. Um, score bunny. Score bunny. Yeah. Mm. Gonna go sobble. Probably. I, I love think I'll how have to. I love sobble's face. Or grookey, but I really don't like grass type. So. I love my boy Grookey and I love my grass types. I love my you turty. You look like a grass type person. Yeah, I love my I love my turty. I love my. What was the? I don't there was the Chikorita. There was Bayleaf. No, no, they were the same ones. Chikorita was second gen. 
Bulbasaur, obviously. Third gen. Third gen. Trico. Yeah, Trico. Trico. Trico was Trico was my boy. Grass fighting. So that's better. Uh, Jeremy, Pokemon. Uh, Celebi. I want my good onion friend. <laughs> he is it. Well, it is. It, they. It, Would it take you back in time when you asked? I, if they wanted to. Yeah. I, I just want that good onion friend. Yeah. Like, I, I watched... That was the first Pokemon movie I actually watched, actually. Oh, right. I didn't watch any of those before. Celebi's that. in Pokemon Sky. Mr. Dunn. Yes. Um, and, yeah, and since then I was like, man, Celebi's a cool Pokemon. And mm. I was right back then and I'm right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making sure your mic's on. I can't. Uh, did you want a K-Time bar? Carry time, but <laughs> <laughs> did did your grandmothers ever used to make you burgers that were like nope. Jeremy burgers or like <laughs> June burgers? I got made Kerry burgers. <laughs> That's really cute. What's in a Kerry burger? <laughs> <laughs> Go on. You got a white just you got mustard. a slice of white bread. Yep. Got some tomato sauce. Yep. You got one of those really cheap. Really nasty Rissoles? No, not a Rissole. It's just it's just a it's like a freezer burger. It's just a burger from a freezer. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like not that nice, but I loved it when I was a kid. All that processed meat. Spam. Nope. Uh tomato sauce. Mm-hmm. Bread. <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> Crusts cut off. Crusts cut off. <laughs> there we go. And then when they were bargaining with me to like eat more crust, they cut only like the corners off. So it was like an octagonal. <laughs> so I had like, it was like crust, no crust, crust, no crust, crust, no crust. That's funny. Uh, I think I, I was thinking of a Pokemon to pick. I don't know if that's going to go in the outtakes or not. <laughs> um, I was thinking of a Pokemon to pick. Um, and I was going to be like, oh, should I pick something cool? Like, like Garchomp, you know, like big dragon type mean nasty but it would be my friend it would be my moody friend and then i was like or i could just pick it's really cute like start and have a, gibble, have a tiny gible have a tiny little head shaped gible it's so cute it just it's just like ah! the whole time i hate that yeah, i hate gible <laughs> i really like gible you're the only one <laughs> that's why they're friends <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mime. Oh, oh. fucking stuff of nightmares. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> June, what's the next question? I'm thinking like, it's the last one that I have on my list. I'm going to have to update the list. Yeah. Um. So I'm thinking we might just do it because it's in the same sort of wavelength as this one. Oh, yeah. It's like, um, let me get the right wording. Hang on. <clears throat> Jinx. If you had to marry a character from the last game you played, who would it be? Oh, from the last game I played. Yes. <laughs> Fuck. Frostpunk. <laughs> I, I don't know anyone. I'll play a different game. I have to marry someone from Destiny. I have to marry a Dr. Mario. <laughs> <laughs> so I, so I guess like if, if we play different games in the, the Fortnite, obviously you can choose from those games. Yeah. Well, okay. So. Oh, I'm going to marry a character from Fortnite. All of a sudden, I start playing Fire Emblem. Like, oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I gotta play Fortnite right now. All right, so shall we say a game that we've played in the last two weeks? Yeah. Okay, that goes. Or do you f- want to do a month just to be safe? We, we can do it's the more. past two. We can do the past two weeks and the next two weeks. Oh, I played nothing last two weeks, well, so that's fine by me. The next two weeks as well. <laughs> okay. 
I, I play a Zelda game and I marry Link. <laughs> Fuck. As if you wouldn't marry that and big then, bird. And then it's a problem that he doesn't talk. I'm like, speak up, motherfucker. What he about, can't get married. Be more interesting. Do. What about He's that big like, bird? Well, the pretty one. Yeah. Yeah. What's his name? In Breath of the Wild. He's one of the- Ravali? Yeah. yeah. A handsome devil. Surely- He's a surely prick. Sit on. Surely sit on. He's a prick. Surely he's sit an on. asshole. Surely sit on. No, 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 he's he's a he's a terrible person. Who? Ravali. Oh, oh, but he's talking about sit on. So car- yeah, sit on. Sit on. Sit on. Sit on. I don't know how to pronounce it. No, he's never he's, the, he's the prince, isn't he? I don't know. Oh, pre- oh, I thought. Okay, okay. No, no, I'm I'm I mean the- <laughs> I thought you were saying sit on. Yeah, you sit on his dick. Is that what you were saying? Sit on. Sit on. Is that what you were saying? Sit on. Yes. How do you pronounce it? I, I thought it was You're talking Sidon. about Prince Sidon, right? Yeah, I guess so. I thought you were telling me that Ravali was fine because Sit on you were him. just thinking Sit about him. sitting on him. <laughs> Look, <laughs> yeah. I'm not always that horny. <laughs> I, I was surprised. This, 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 this podcast has gone weird and interesting places. <laughs> Who's the bird that shows up in the towers every now and again? Kaz. No, Cass. Yes. Cass is fantastic. Yes, the charismatic bird. Yes. Yes, him. He's got he's got cute children that all sing. I want to marry him. Did you know that the children that you I haven't got that far. Okay, spoilers for Breath of the Wild. Oh no. I think I already did it anyway, but um the you know, did you get to the Rito hometown, the spire, the Rito village? Uh I think so. Is there like a little is a scientist inside of it? Scientist. Who's no. inside of it? More birds. Okay, no. So the the bird people home village. There's these like <laughs> so more birds. <laughs> yeah, it's just birds. Okay, and like one Hyrulean. Right. Um. There's there's these five like like uh, kids, and they all sing. They're like these these chorus these these like chorus girls basically, and they all sing. And you have to like get them together to sing this thing, and it's like one shrine quest that like brings a shrine up when they sing the sacred song or whatever. Um. But if you complete all of Cass's shrine quests, he goes back home and he's the dad and he's looking after all the these these song kids. That's and then at night he like he he sits on the um he sits on like the one of the perches because they've got all these like runways where you can like fly off. Um and he sits on one of them at the in, at night and he plays along to the Rito Village soundtrack with his accordion. Right, nice. And 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 in the daytime he looks after his kids. And they're also oh, he's so cute. Cass is great. Cool. That was interesting. Yeah. You know it. Yeah. I enjoyed listening to that more than I did playing the game. <laughs> That's not it's, quite true. It's just such a shame you have such bad taste, you know? It is a shame that I don't like that game. You know that I think it's a shame that I don't like that game. because I also want to like that game. Yeah, like for everything that's inside of me, I want to adore that game and put so many hours into it. You do disappoint me, but I guess I disappoint you guys a lot too. So <laughs> let's just call it even. Uh, all right, let's move on into the news. Uh, so, holy smokes, Jeremy. Like Hooli Tabooli, June. Yep. A new console's been announced. How surprising. 
I, mean, I was a little surprised. Eh, new. It's new. It's a revision. Yeah. Uh, so, Nintendo has, has announced the Nintendo Switch Lite. Which is, uh, and I'm just, I'm just going to start reading from uh, Polygon's write-up because it'll give you all the information. Um, scrolling down. Okay. This is from Michael McQuerton. That is a hard name to say. It's MC capital W-H-E-R. McQuerton. McQuerton. I, 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 I let that, because it's in the middle, I let, I let the H take over. McQuerton. Right. You know. Anyway, the article. That's right, Nintendo. Yep. Um, so, Nintendo unveiled a new revision of its Switch hybrid game console on Wednesday. The Nintendo Switch Lite, a smaller version of the system that's focused on the platform's portable side. The new Nintendo Switch Lite hardware will cost $199.99. That's in the States. It's uh, $329.99 uh, retail in Australia. And will be released on September 20th. As the smaller Nintendo Switch won't feature detachable Joy-Con controllers. Instead, the new Switch is a compact, all-in-one piece of hardware that makes the Switch feel more like a Game Boy or Nintendo DS. The system also does not connect to a television for big screen play. It's purely a handheld gaming device. The system features a smaller 5.5-inch screen, weighs less than the original Switch hardware, and comes in three colors, yellow, gray, and turquoise. The Nintendo Switch Lite also boasts longer-lasting battery life, ranging from three to seven hours of play. Uh, the Nintendo Switch Lite device can also pl- can play all games in the Nintendo Switch library that support handheld mode. Uh, Nintendo says, noting that, quote, some games will have restrictions, unquote. The Switch Lite doesn't offer HD rumble support or the IR camera included in Joy-Cons for the original Nintendo Switch. The Nintendo Switch Lite will also support external Joy-Con controllers, the Switch Pro controller, the Pokeball Plus, and has built-in gyro controls. It also supports Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, and NFC, according to a hands-on report from The Verge. A full list of differences between the original Nintendo Switch and the Switch Lite is available on the web- website. Uh, this announcement follows a series of leaks. Um, so that's the basic gist of it. Uh, what, do you, what do you all think? Um, <clears throat> I won't be getting it. No, I won't be getting it either. But we all have standard Switches already. I think... Um I think it's it uh, it is good for a certain demographic, but I think it's still too expensive for that demographic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. Like we're selling the normal one for three ninety nine at the moment. So that's on extra, sale. Yeah, but that's like an extra what seventy, sixty bucks. Yeah. To just get one that does everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think that's a fair comparison. No. Not not a sale price to a to a retail yeah. price. Okay. Well, you can get. Well, it goes to it goes to that price fairly well. Yeah, and also like I'm pretty sure that's just what Target sells it for. Yeah. Really. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Um, and I also just uh, I don't uh, I don't know I don't like that you can't plug it into the TV. Yeah. Like, no. Neither do I. Like I'd, like this is yeah. I just don't think that like. Uh, it's it's too expensive. It's just too expensive. For what it is, okay. You just may as well get the big one, Jeremy. Yeah, like honestly, almost exact same. Like I, I think it's a shame that, um, uh, like the price is a shame. Um, because if they were gonna do like a light model, usually that means like a lighter price. But the yeah. price difference is like literally probably just for the components of it not being TV out and not having to have Bluetooth controllers. Yeah, and a smaller screen. Yeah, like it's probably lighter 
like like the price probably reflects almost exactly what it, like it would be to remove those components. Yeah, like dollar to dollar. Yeah. Um, and so that feels more less like a decision to get that console in more people's hands than it is to actually just like sell more consoles. Um, they are a business. Yeah, but I mean, like you know, no one, no. PlayStation's the only company that ever makes money on consoles. Okay. So Xbox never make money on their on on the Xbox itself. Nintendo don't make money on their consoles either. Are you serious? They sell them as a loss because they make a profit in everywhere else. I'm I'm pretty sure that's true. Hmm. Um, and that's only because PlayStation the the way they design the PlayStation is they can sell it for a profit. Or at least when the Xbox first came out, they weren't selling it at a profit. Yeah, but that had a they had a big problem with that. Yeah, but I mean, like I'm saying, you don't need to sell a console at a profit, is what I'm saying. And I feel like if, like, you know, the Switch is already going. <laughs> Your face is really funny when you do that. Um, the the Switch is already like everywhere, right? And this probably, I think, if they really, well, if they really wanted to capture like what it should have been, then then I feel like it should have been for the people who can't afford a Switch. I don't know that it is everywhere. They've sold 35 million units, which is nothing to sneeze at. Like that's a lot of units, and it's like twice, three times of what the Wii U sold in its lifetime. But in terms of portable, like handheld numbers, those are low. DS sold hundred, like more than a hundred. PSP sold really well. Yeah, um, but this isn't that, and it's only like no. But they're trying to make it that. Yeah, but I'm saying like it's you know I've got friends who went out and bought a Switch who didn't buy a PS4 or an Xbox One or even like yeah. or even a PS3 or a 360 roughly when it came out. Like people buy Nintendo, but they don't buy Wii U. Um, and the Switch should have. Like, I, I feel like this should have been, like, to get a Switch in every household so that they can sell those games. Mm. So that when, you know, sell that at, like, a higher loss so that when, you know, the new Animal Crossing comes out, just everyone's just going to fucking go out and buy it. It should yeah. have been, like, comparable to the DS. Yeah. In terms of price, I mean, like... I think that's like it, could be, it could be more than Maybe that, but yeah. Yeah, like, 250 is roughly yeah. what I was expecting. Yeah. Honestly, um, I think that's a fair like reason except that the internals of the switch are really powerful like if if they had come out with a portable only system switch if the say if this if this switch was the launch of the switch right i wouldn't have bought it because it would have been portable only even with its incredible fidelity gaming but like consider the amount of horsepower you're getting for a dedicated handheld system like it's it's really good. It's console quality gaming in your hands. Then why would yeah, you just buy the main one that can also go on the TV? Or like an NVIDIA Shield. I mean, no one's buying that. No, but that's a really good platform. Is it? Yep. No one talks about it. I know. It's a damn shame. I, uh, yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll believe that when I see it, honestly. Um, also, it's not really a Switch anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's that whole thing. My, my, Sam and I were having this discussion and Sam, Sam's like, like studies like writing and literature and stuff like that. It was like, don't call it a switch if it doesn't switch. I'm like, yeah, but you know, the branding, how do you change the branding if that's what? Well, like, and also you can't remove the controllers. So you can't play, you know, when you buy a console, you got to buy another pair of Joy-Cons if you want two people to play. So like for that's, kids, that's it's also not great either because then if it's like a whole nother $120 more expensive if you got two kids. So why wouldn't you just get the normal one? Well, you would. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't... Like, the, the market yeah. for this is, like, 
only childs. No, I would say I don't even think it's going to be selling for kids anyway because parents are just going to buy the main one. Maybe. Maybe it is. I yeah. mean, there's nothing wrong with having multiple options. I think I think what this one skews to is it skews to teenagers who have no money. No, because it's not even that much cheaper. No, but it might be enough that they can save for it faster or they can convince their parents to help them buy it. Like when the 2DS came out, and I, I, you make a good point, that was far and away much more cheaper than, than this Switch Lite is. Um, but when the 2DS came out, I had a bunch of friends when I was in high school who were suddenly like, oh, I can now buy this and play these cool Pokemon games and stuff like that. The, the, the functionality on a 2DS was almost identical to a 3DS apart from the 3D function, which, which no games required that. Honestly, I would say the same of the Switch Lite. Apart from that you can't take off the controllers. so You if can't you- take off the controllers to play with multiple people yeah. and you can't put it on the telly. It's not about... The, the Switch Lite isn't about playing with multiple people. It's about you playing with playing the games with yourself, for yourself. It's a single-player device. Then just buy the main. Yeah, I I, I don't think anyone's going to buy that one. You know, you know what the only can- selling point is for it for me? Turquoise pretty. It looks nice. It looks so nice. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. It looks so nice. And, and it's the, what the Pokemon X and the Pokemon X and Y. The Pokemon Sword and Shield one looks cool too. Yeah, it does. Re- it but, does but with the different li- colors. That's literally it. I reckon it's gonna sell really well. I think it's. I you think reckon? it's a good move. Okay. Because it's 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 strong hardware, in a light and portable, easy to digest sort of package, at the moment. The, once once the Switch Lite is on the is on shelves. The normal Switch isn't ever going to go on sale. Not until the Switch Lite also goes on sale. Because yeah. they're going to be pushing the Lite, which means it is going to be competing with the full 469 price of I, the... I don't think they're going to push the Lite very hard because it's also going to cut into their Joy-Con sales because you're not going to be able to use... Like, to use other Joy-Cons on a Switch Lite means that you're just going to have to connect them wirelessly and then charge them externally. Yes, which is bonkers. For people, That's nuts. Yeah, but like, for, if you like, buy, I, like if you I said, chart, you, for, you wanna... for the people who are getting this device, they're not get, they're not aiming for it to be a multiplayer system. And if it gets to the point where they are starting to play multiple games like that, they're not going to be looking at a Switch Lite. They're going to be looking at a Switch Prime. All of the best Switch games are multiplayer games. Like they all have some multiplayer functionality. You know, not all of them. Most of them. All but two. Being Zelda and Mario. Yes, but in those cases, I think it then becomes about... Doesn't Mario also have two players? It does, but no one plays it. No, it's it's, it's like an assist mode, yeah. sort of. Odyssey, not like bros. Um, yeah. Like, I think at that point, it becomes more about playing wirelessly, like having your Switch Lite as a controller, and then you connect to someone else's Switch. Ugh. No one ever complained when the DS was like, oh, I can't, compl- I can't you know connect multiple controllers to this. The DS was yeah, because it, it, that was never its, like, selling point. No, and that's not for the Switch Lite either. Yeah, but, like, it, it being a light version is, like, should it be called the Switch Diet? Because it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, clearly we're, we're at odds with this, and I think that's cool. Um, do you, when, do you guys want to make, like, a pizza bed or something? What, that'll sell well? That that'll sell okay. That'll sell decent. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So what happens? Because this is two on one. How do we do a two on one bet? You, you buy us both pizza. 
because we're probably going to be right. And I sit here and watch you eat it. <laughs> it's more for us to lose because then we both got to buy you a pizza. Yeah. Oh, you get two pizzas. Yes. Yeah. All right. I'm down. All right. Pizza bed. You got to buy us one each. All right. So we're. I think should we reconvene after Christmas on this one? Yeah, I reckon. Uh, yeah. Okay. So January sometime we we'll, we will we will close the pizza switch bed. light pizza bet. All right. It's a deal. Uh, what, when does it come out? What date? September 20. Mm, that's soon. It is soon. It's quick. It does look really good. Like the colors on it. Like I like having the one unibody thing. Except for the, the yellow one. The gold one. It speaks to Ollie's heart. <laughs> that, that one's for Ollie. And his hair. <laughs> that's not why he likes yellow. <laughs> it's because of his hair. What the fuck? You don't, you don't know that. You don't know it either. Sure. Anyway, anyway, without insulting our friends too much. Um, Jeremy, do you want to take the next story? I haven't read up on it very much. Right, okay. So, Devotion was a game that we spoke about a couple months ago. Yeah. A than that. A few months ago. Um, it was a this game- is your global politics section of the podcast, yeah, this, by the way. <laughs> this is that. This is, this is my 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 China attack. What did you? What did you? Yeah, what did you say in, in the chat? It's like I've got my China segment. For yeah, I've got my, yeah. <laughs> um, so devotion got taken off Steam by I don't quite remember who specifically took it off. If Red Candle took it off because the government, the Chinese government, told them to, or the Chinese government just intervened with Steam. I think that was it. I think th- I think that I think it was Steam who took it off the platform. Right. I don't quite remember the thought of my head. Neither do I. Um, it was one of the two. I'm assuming. Um, because inside of the game files there was um, images depicting the Chinese president Xi Jinping as <laughs> That's Winnie right. the Pooh. That's <laughs> right. Um, which Winnie the Pooh is currently banned in China because. Xi Jinping doesn't like to be made fun of because it, <laughs> it hurts his itty bitty feelings. <laughs> itty bitty feelings. He's going to take us down there. <laughs> and um, it's. Uh, yeah, so like, so like all imagery of Winnie the Pooh is banned because there was a photo of Xi Jinping and Barack Obama walking together and it looked like Winnie the Pooh and Tigger. Um, that was like literally where it came from. And. Funny. And it is funny because, like, he's kind of cute in that, like, sort of Winnie the Pooh looking way. You'll ever see that that picture of Donald Trump and was it who was the was it someone from China? Or was it someone from North Korea? Was it which one? The one where it was like they they were like looking at a pool or something, and they were gesturing, and they someone painted over it to make it look like RuneScape. <laughs> I have not seen that. It was funny. I would like to see that. Um, yeah, and so. Uh, the studio that made Devotion, um, uh, Red Candle Games, is uh, in Hong Kong based, and which you know there is there is many disputes ever present about um, ownership and uh, independence surrounding Hong Kong and China. Yeah, totally. Um, which is seem to be in the news very, very, very frequently. Um, more and more likely, the more. Uh, the more the current party of China uh, flexes its might around. And the way... So, recently they put a... Um, so, yeah. So, the game got taken down, which is like, you know, you hear all those people like, 
all those man babies on Twitter complaining about censorship. I was just about to say something when, when talking about, you know, like not making women in games have the biggest boobs in the universe and like Mortal Kombat covering up skin on women characters and stuff like that. Or that like DMC, like you yeah. remember when that came out earlier in the year and they like... And people screaming censorship and stuff. Well, like, so this game getting taken down because of an, like, because of uh, a political joke in it um, is censorship. Like, that is censorship to a T. It is a government being like, no, we don't want you to say these things which which are not favorable towards the government. Um, sorry, Taiwan uh, is where the, the game company is from. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so they put out a statement today. It's um, been a couple of months. It's it's been a while, and no one is so the game hasn't been up again, and people are sort of wondering what's happening because this I don't think the studio put out any statements at all uh, talking about it, mm. um, and it sort of went dark, somewhat scarily, um, quickly. And so what is what is the new statement? So they were saying. Uh, I'm not going to read the whole statement, but I'll say thing. I'll, I'll read just segments of it. So for the past four months, Yard Asset in uh, in incited related to devotion has caused immeasurable harm to red candle games and our partner we would like to offer our most sincere apology to all implicated teams and personnel red candle is a partner red Red candle and its partner is assuming all responsibility for the losses we will not stop in our endeavor to prevent damage from worsening uh we as we reflect on situation we notice we notice many players industry friends and the media are starting to understand the incident was intended a malfunction of project management, not a deliberate act. If in the future the public would be willing to view this game rationally and allow us the opportunity to rebuild trust with our players, Red Candor would reconsider re-releasing Devotion. Um, at the moment, they are not going to uh, re-release the game. God. Um, in the statement as well, they talk about like just like part of the history of the studio um, and they briefly talk about what Devotion meant to them. Uh, they say, we made a critical and unprofessional error during the game's production. It saddens us that the focus of the game had shifted drastically since the erroneous art asset was found. Our revision patch was implemented immediately as we have absolutely no intent to stage a publicity stunt. However, in the aftermath of the incident, some still possess different speculations about devotion. As regretful as the incident was, we have to bear its full consequence. We hope for a second chance in the near future, a chance to uh, prove that both Red Candle and its partner simply wanted to create a great game and no one wished for such an incident to occur. It's a shame, though, because Devotion was meant to be really good, right? Like, like yeah. It was getting good reviews. Yeah. It, it was getting good reviews. I don't care if it was good or not. <laughs> like, I think, like, even if it was, like, just a really terrible game, this shouldn't happen. No, like, no, like no, this definitely is not. this is fucked. And, um, and I mean, clearly, like on a human level as well, like it's fucked these guys over. Like, oh, could you imagine yeah. being an indie studio, getting that close, having your game review well once you release it, and then it gets taken down by some, by by, oh, by a bully of a government. Yeah, that doesn't even that isn't even supposed to have any sort of sovereignty in your country, yeah. and it's just muscling its way in, and you know probably making half their employees lose their house or something like that, you know? Like, yeah. it's awful. Yep. It's 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 really bad. And, like, and it's one of those things where, like, I think, you know, I'm not sure how much... I mean, I'm sure they care a lot, but I'm not sure how much China really cares currently about this their popularity in anywhere that isn't sort of in the surrounding area. Yeah. Um, 
but what it has also done is created like a lot of people who know about this game now mm. because totally. of all of this stuff and publicity yeah and has created you know a want for me to play it more than I ever initially did literally because of this yeah um, which is funny in that sort of sense. Um, I doubt they care any like I, I doubt they care about how how well this game worked overseas. Yeah, it was more about how it affects their people in China, um, and trying to remove every every aspect of that in their countries, especially. Um, so, yeah, it's you know, like I feel like. I don't know how long it's going to be before a Western game makes a similar statement and then China will intervene. Yeah. Um, like, when does that happen? Mm. Uh, as always, where do you draw the line? Yeah, it gets sticky with China and Taiwan because that's, that's, a, that's a problematic political zone yep. anyway because China's trying to muscle their way in. Um, you'd think it would, it, like, it would stop there. Like, there have been games where like surely there I don't know if there have been actually now that I'm saying it there, can you think of like a like a like a Call of Duty you know like a first person shooter and that blew up and there was just like a group of antagonists in a modern day theater of war sort of thing where they were Chinese soldiers or anything like that Battlefield 4 Yep that was that was that was the last major one and it hurt them like like that that drove their profits down because that game was banned in China Seriously Yeah Oh man, because I I remember that because I was thinking like oh wow that's really interesting that they're gonna do that like how's China gonna react and China's like yeah no nah, that game's not coming here <laughs> yeah no nah, um, uh, ah god damn it you know and I'm not saying that game should have had China as the bad guys no in terms like of that, that's I think, not that's I, not I think that one, that game's campaign wasn't like really exactly sensitive to a lot of situations anyway no none of those situ none of those games are all of the Call of Duty games set in the Middle East somewhere and then yep. you know have Russian nationalists in airports and whatever like that paints a bad light yep. it, it paints it paints entire cultures in a bad light um and it and it preys on stereotypes and and prejudice. Um, so yeah, moving away from something like that in the first place is good, but like, it just, I just want it to be different. <laughs> uh, want Winnie the Pooh to relax. Yeah. You should. Yeah. I'll, I'll show you that. Yeah. That, uh, that yeah. RuneScape picture at, when we finish. Um, just the last thing we've, I've got here on our on our list, and uh, I'm I'm sorry if we missed any news. But this is sort of this is sort of the 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 top of the pile here. Um, so uh, it was announced a few days ago. Uh, this oh yeah, no, I'm not I'm not sure when it would have been um, that it was first announced. Uh, this this article doesn't have that, but basically um, hit record which is a company founded um, by Joseph Gordon-Levitt, the actor, um, is a company where community members can crowdsource together like assets for productions. So a, a, um, a project can partner with Hit, Hit Record and say, hey, we're looking for music from the community. And then community members can submit music that they work on to this particular project. And if it gets... If it gets approved, if it gets selected for that particular project, that the artists are then compensated. All artists who applied but weren't approved don't get compensated for their work. Um, so that's that's the sort of general thing on Hit Record. It, so 
Ubisoft has previously partnered with um, Hit Record with Beyond Good and Evil 2, which hasn't come out yet, but uh, that's that's a process that I think is maybe still ongoing um, for just general art assets for music as well. And um, a few days ago, they announced a partner- partnership with Ubisoft again for Watch Dogs Legion, which is coming out in Feb. Um, so I'm just going to uh, read out the article here. Uh, from, from the original story. This is on IGN, uh, written by Joseph Noop. Okay, here we go. So, Ubisoft has once again partnered with actor Joseph Gordon-Levitt's production company, Hit Record, to produce in-game materials, all made by Hit Record community members, this time for Watch Dogs Legion. The renewed partnership has again raised the ire of game developers and others on social media who criticize the process as potentially exploitative, quote, speculative work, unquote. Specifically, Ubisoft and Hit Record have organized to commission 10 new songs for Watch Dogs Legion. In a video posted on Hit, posted to Hit Record's YouTube channel, Watch Dogs Legion creative director Claire Talking, audio director Richie Nito, and Hit Record founder and director Gordon Levitt described the partnership as an opportunity to reflect the game's emphasis on collaboration between characters through the open world's music. Quote, the core innovation in Watch Dogs Legion is that you can recruit and play as anyone and bring them into your resistance and they can become the heroes of your game, unquote, Hawking says. Quote, when we first started thinking about that as sort of the theme, that's when we had this idea that maybe we should work with fans and the community and other players in order to add value and reflect that theme in the musical landscape of our world. That's why we went to hit record, unquote. Um... Then they go on to explain how Hit Record works, which I just did. Each of the songs that Hit Record commissions and sends to Ubisoft will receive a $2,000 payment split between each contributing artist. Um, This partnership, plus Ubisoft and Hit Record's previous work on Beyond Good and Evil 2, has raised concerns from the game development community, some of whom call the process exploitative. Some Twitter users have used the hashtag uh, NoSpec, which means, quote, no speculative work. The American Institute of Graphic Arts described spec work as, quote, work done for free in the hopes of getting paid for it, or, quote, work done in the hope of winning a prize in whatever form that might take. Mm. But concedes that unpaid work may take a variety of forms and is ultimately a decision between employer and a worker who must be aware of the risks. Quote, this sucks. Pay people for their labor, said Mike Bithell, developer of John Wick Hex, Subsurface Circular, Thomas Was Alone and others. Uh, This was on a tweet that he put out, actually says, stop exploiting fans and hobbyists while devaluing the work of those with the goal to actually expect consistent payment for work done. Do better, Yubi. We're counting on you. Um, Bitha went on to point out that legally, he could not ask a unionized professional actor like Gordon Levitt to work on the assumption that he would only be paid if he liked his work over 100 other actors. Um, so, I just sort of wanted to bring this up. I mean, it's a it's a big splash at the moment. Um, Ubisoft has also come out with a response, so it's a pretty quick one. I'll just read it out here. Uh, they tweeted it out uh, about six hours ago as we're recording this. Uh, they said, The Watchdogs Legion audio team worldwide is already working with professional artists and composers on more than 140 licensed songs and an original score in the game. The, ad- the additional contributions, no matter how large or small, from anyone within the hit record community are completely voluntary and are meant to give them a, a chance to have their own creative expressions included in the game. So that's sort of their, their stance on it. Voluntary that's, or not, that's not the point. Like, yeah, it can still be voluntary and still be exploitative. Like, that's what spec work is. Yeah, totally. And it's and it's interesting. I I was listening to a discussion on this on kind of funny um, just earlier today, and they were talking about how, um, you know, when 
when you're in an industry or when you're trying to make waves in an industry and trying to just get your name in credits of something, having an opportunity like this, at least in the past, it seemed like was a good way for you to get your start. Like winning a competition, they get paid to go to E3. Like people who didn't win that competition didn't get to go to E3, but the people who did maybe got to start careers from that, you know? Um, and so, it, I, I don't really... It's a very like sort of old fashioned way of doing things i think yep you know the whole th- the whole thing it's like uh, your grandparents or your parents would be like just go in and ask if you know you can do a couple of days for free and then they'll hire you for yeah, that. yeah 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 like yeah stuff, like, like work experience like work experience stuff like and and uh, like in this sort of like climate and economy like no one puts up with that shit anymore no and or we shouldn't have to put up with that shit anymore because no one has the time to do free work no we can't afford to totally and and no one can afford to pay anyone for yeah. Like free either. Like no one no one can afford to either be getting free labor and then get caught out and a lot of other people can't afford to actually be hiring people for the work that they need done. Yeah. Um I mean this also like falls into the like the whole conversation about whether or not the AAA games industry is unsustainable. Like if they have to come to a point where they have to get free labor from people who are making the stuff for the games for the game to be finished, then at that point that game shouldn't be that big. This company shouldn't have to exist. And they need to reevaluate how big this game actually is and make it justifiable so they can pay everyone for their work. Like, it's the fact that this company exists as a thing that can be contracted out to say, like, hey, this is a company that is literally going to pay people if the work they make for free is good enough is just, like, that's the most easily exploitable fucking, like, business practice I can think of. Yeah, no, I, it's a good point. I remember when Joseph Gordon-Lovett rocked up at E3, I think, two years ago for the... Beyond Good and Evil. Yeah, for the Beyond Good and Evil thing. Initially, I was like, oh, that's kind of a cool, interesting idea. And then, like, two minutes into that thought, I was like, wait, no, this fucking sucks. This <laughs> is just, like, this is, like, imagine if... Like, this is, like, and you know, it falls into other categories as well. Like, how far is spec work when it comes to things like Mario Maker? Like, I didn't buy Mario- yeah, or Dreams. Uh, yeah, or Dreams as well. And where does the ownership lie at the end of the day? Like, I think as much as I love Dreams for how creative it is, my biggest issue with it is who owns those games and who owns everything that's in Dreams? Because yeah. it- if you read the terms and conditions, I haven't read them, and I'm not going to claim to say that I read them, but I'm just going to assume it's Sony. You know? <laughs> yes. Um. You know, no one, no one owns Mario but Nintendo. Ma- Nintendo will never let anyone own it but Nintendo. Those levels that you make for Mario Maker, they are they are Nintendo's levels. They are not yours. Mm-hmm. They can put them in the new Super Mario Brothers new. They can repackage it, ship it out, and they don't have to owe anyone anything. Yeah. And so when it comes to this sort of stuff, like you know. The ownership that comes from making stuff for a game like Watch Dogs Legion, it's going to go to Ubi or it's going to go to, what's the name of the company? Hit Record. Hit Record. You know? And at that point, can they sell it off and put it into another game? Can they just keep it and just put it into other games whenever they want because another studio is going to look at this company and say, hey, it worked pretty well for Watch, Do- for Watch Dogs Legion. Yeah. Let's use it in this company. They already have a gigantic backlog of user-made songs. Like... At what point are you just farming out like assets and art from creators just like a Google image search result? Right. Um, it's not how that works and it should not exist that way. Like there, there are ways to do that. And if it means spending more money to pay your workers and you can't afford it, 
then you don't get to do that project. Like that's how that works. I reckon Ubi could afford it. I reckon you. I reckon Ubisoft probably could afford it. Like you know, I I don't doubt that they are making a lot of money. I don't you know, games cost a lot of money to make, and that's fine. Like I'm sure you know, music is not exactly cheap. Um, but if they have to do this for a project, then they shouldn't be making that project. If they don't have to do this for their project, then they're just being scabs. What do you think their intentions are with this, though? Do you think they are trying to involve the community? Like, do you think this is coming from a good-natured place, or do you think they are trying to be exploitative? What do you think they are trying to do? I have a hard time believing that a company that big could do it out of, you know, good faith, I guess. Okay. Like, I don't know. My first instinct is, like... Cynicality. Yeah. Okay. Like, yes and no. Like, I don't doubt that... Ubisoft are very appreciative of their fans. I'm sure probably now more so than they have been since Vivendi. Yeah, totally. Um, and you know, they have, you know, they've been they've changed up their E3 to focus more on developers and stuff and people. Um, I don't know if that's more of a Ubisoft change or more of a games industry change. I think it's a bit of both. And I don't doubt they appreciate their community, but you know, like they are still gonna try and gonna want this thing. Like I think it's both. I think it's out of like a, hey, we love, you know, it, it's, you know, photo modes in games are not monetized and kept. The photos are probably not owned by them. Yep. I don't know because I've seen actual photo galleries of photo mode that people have been paid for. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where that changes. If a court order went through the Supreme Court in America tomorrow that said any art made in a game is no longer the owner of the game development company or the studios, but is owner but is owned by the person who made the art, mm. I doubt this company would ever be hired again. Right. Like I think at that point they'll be like, eh, nah, whatever, fuck it. Yeah. Like, you know, this company doesn't need to exist anymore. Mm. I think with hit record, they do say that the artists retain ownership of their art. They do? I think that is explicitly said as okay. part of their whole shtick. Right. Because um, that's the whole point of the platform is to be able to collaborate but so retain. Why are they not leading with that? Why would they not lead with that? I think the idea is that people know what Hit Record is or that that's the whole point of Hit Record. But, like, yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty sure that is part of Hit Record's, like, I mean, the fact still stands that people aren't being paid for the work yes, that they do. Yes, so. definitely. We are, we, are, we are talking around the details now. Um, yeah, I, d- I, don't, I don't know where I sit on this, honestly. It's um, like, I don't, I, I think, you know, it would be cool to be able to be involved in a game and to have my credits, have, have something that I've worked on be in a game series that I like or for a company that I've liked when... I would otherwise have no opportunity to do that. Are you even in the credits? Yes. Like, so you're put in the credits at the end of the game? If, you're, if your music is selected to be in the game, you are credited in the game. Okay, that's not bad. It's not bad. I mean, as in, like, that is a good thing that that is... <laughs> as a baseline, that should exist. Yes. You know? like- yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. It's not just like they say, great, we take this, here's your $2,000 check, we've got your music now, fuck off. Right. So... When Rockstar then commissioned this company for Grand Theft Auto 6. Well, they wouldn't, would they? Well, if they can get spec work. (laughs) Like, this is the thing. Like, is that that a hit record thing or is that a Ubisoft thing? Is what a hit... Crediting. I don't know. Right. Because they, they don't do that much work with their games anyway. So, they've only worked with 
Ubisoft for this before. Right. And I, this I, direct partnership. I think that's my other main issue with this is that like, I don't know. And also I don't trust like that. Like, <laughs> like there's nothing in the past four years has ever led me to think, oh yeah, no, I'll trust this company. Like there is nothing that has come out of the last four years with like, in terms of like ownership or crediting or, or crunch or crunch or paid overtime or paid. Like nothing has led me to believe that this company is going to be any better or worse than another company. And so across the board, I'm just like, nah, you got to like, you got to prove it first. Yeah. You're sounding really sensible and I hate it. <laughs> I don't want to be that cynical. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense though. It makes a lot of sense. Well, I think on that inconclusive note, I think we'll call it there. Watch this space, I guess. We'll see what happens. I think it's still going to, I think people are still going to submit to it and they'll still go through with it unless people oh. kick up a stink for the next two oh. weeks consistently. Like, And I'm not saying people shouldn't submit to it if they really want to. Like, you yeah. should do what you would, would love to do. Yeah. Um, you know, keep making levels and dreams. Keep making music in, you know, any game that makes music. Keep taking photos in photo modes, like whatever. But, like, know your value. Right. Yeah. Yep. And value yourself. Mm. Cool. This has been the Minimap Cast for this week in July. We're recording on the 16th. This will probably come out on the 19th or thereabouts. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, it's been very weird and silly and then serious. Um, but I think we, we've had a good time. Uh, if you want to follow what we do and post and release, you can follow us, uh, the Minimap Twitter, at MinimapAU. You can follow June at... Uh, Junez J-U-N underscore E-double-S You can follow Jeremy at Winnie the Pooh retire bitch You can follow me at KJ Palmer underscore 24 You can find Jeremy's alter ego on Twitter at Herbie Hunches <laughs> I'm surprised <laughs> um, you gave me that extra chance <laughs> Yeah I don't I, You know I guess I was feeling generous or something I don't know that sounds weird um, Catch me on Twitch streaming Destiny at twitch.tv for slash Herbie Hunches For second content mm. Um you can find all of our content on minimap.com.au, including our written articles, our other podcast. Um, you can also support our efforts directly now through Patreon at patreon.com slash minimapau. There's a bunch of different cool rewards you get at different tiers. Uh, there's some outtakes. There's uh, notes, show notes. There's uh, a, a patron-only Discord server. There's lots of stuff there. So have a look, see if any of it takes your fancy. And uh, if not, otherwise, you know, just keep enjoying our lovely selves. If you liked any of the content from the Question Corner, similar similar podcasts in the future, if you put money towards our Patreon, we're going to think about launching it. Yeah. Um, where we, like, talk about, like, the kissability of characters. So, like, on the similar lines of the Question Corner for this week and next week. So Yeah. We, we've got a pilot episode for that, which you also get early access to if you support us on Patreon. And it was a doozy. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to the start of it the other day. It's very good. Um, cool. Well, I think that'll be it. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Good night. <laughs> good night. <laughs> it's midday. <laughs>